0: All righty. I hope this is still working. I had an internet glitch. If my guests can see me and hear me do this so I can know them working right. Yes. Yes. Welcome TikTok. Welcome LinkedIn. Welcome YouTube. Welcome Facebook. Thursday night, 6 p.m. after hours live where you get to ask your favorite RCDD questions about installation, certification, design, project management, even career paths. But we always start off every show with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Now, normally I'm drinking some kind of Zevia soda, but check this out. It was 40 degrees in Central Florida today. 40 degrees. You know what that means? Jucks drinking tea. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm not a coffee drinker. So there you go. But remember, this is an after-hours show. So Adult beverages are are allowed. So if you're drinking adult beverage, that's fine. Let us know in the chat box what it is that you're drinking. Uh, Shotzi is in the house. He's drinking Dr. Pepper as usual. And uh, so it's good for him. Some other people are drinking some other things as well. What are you guys drinking on TikTok? Let me know in the chat box. Let me know what you are drinking. The next step is don't forget to check out our QR code. Okay, the QR code, I'll put it right here up on the screen so you can see it because this show is free and it will always remain free. But it does cost money. So check the QR code. You can you can buy me a cup of coffee. If you buy me a cup of coffee, I will send you some show stickers. Um, You can also schedule a 15 minute one on one Zoom call with me after hours, of course. I'm effort. I got one scheduled for tomorrow night, actually. And then you can also become a Patreon member. And I'm also looking for corporate sponsorship as well, because my wife is getting kind of tired of me footing the bill for this show. <laughs> I'm doing it because I love doing the show, but she wants to know where's the money you promised me at? So, working on that side of the issue. Right? So, happy wife, happy life. Isn't that how that works or something like that? Yeah. So, now we always move into the acronym challenge because you know, that's the thing I'm known for. That's the thing I'm known for. The acronym for tonight's show. Is straight. Remember, this month, October is Fiber Safety Month, so we're talking about fiber stuff. Or not fiber, fire stuff. So this acronym actually comes from the fire section in the TDMM, MCM, MCM. Low Volt Warby's in the house on TikTok. Hello, Low Volt Warby. What does MCM stand for? The first person who can tell me what it stands for, I will send you a set of show stickers. MCM. And nobody's going to take a guess, or am I going to have to just kind of assume that nobody knows this one? Going once, going twice, three times the charm. MCM stands for, guess what, 1,000 circular mills. But check, it starts with an M. I know. M is the Roman numeral for 1,000. 1,000 circular mills. So a 250 MCM wire is about equal to 250 times 1,000 circular mills. It's a way to describe how big a conductor is. So there you go. So now you know. Remember, knowledge is power, right? And that's, that's the theme of the show. Now comes the motivational minute. Now, this one's actually a pretty cool one. This one actually comes from Ariana Huffington, not somebody who I, whom I normally quote because I don't know much of what she says. Her quote says, We need to accept that we won't always make the right decisions that will screw up royally sometimes. Understand that failure. Is not the opposite of success. It is the part of success. We Failure is a powerful teacher. I mean, you, you learn from reading books. You learn from watching webinars. You learn from listening to podcasts. But you really learn when you make a mistake, because you're, ooh, especially if it's a painful mistake. The more painful, the more you learn that lesson, right? The more you learn that lesson. And uh, so I thought that was kind of a, a cool quote. I thought it kind of fit in with this week's show. Did you catch last week's show? The one that just came out on Monday. We covered the difference between mechanical and non-mechanical fire stop systems. Again, continuing the fire theme for October Fire Safety Month. And I'm trying to line up an interview on next Monday for uh, fire firestop training class. So, and then also, oh, this is pretty cool. Did you happen to see? And I this is not because of my guest. I actually had this in my notes before she agreed to do this show. Did you see the September to October? Cable installation and maintenance issue. I have to do like this. Ugh. This is a live show. There we go. There we go. That that, and that works, right? I tell you, there's this guy named Murphy. He attends every single class or every single show. He was here today. My, my camera just fell off of the wall. So I'm going to have to hold it for the rest of the show. Yes. So anyways, I was in a magazine. It was a magazine about uh, uh, the trends, of the of the, the, the ICT trade skills gap. We're having an issue, and matter of fact, today's guest is the author of that article. Betsy, how are you doing?
1: Hey, Chuck, thanks for having me on.
0: Sorry about the technical glitches here. I mean, I'm sitting there talking, also my camera just goes clunk. It's like (laughs) it's live show. It's a live show. So for those who may not know you, I know you. But for those who may not know you, give us the fifteen second. And I, I can't put that on vibrate because it's doing like broadcast. The 15th, 22nd, who is Betsy Conroy?
1: Um, I am a freelance writer in the industry. I've been in the industry for more than 20 years. I maybe shouldn't give the total amount of time because then people know how old I am. I'm also the chair of the Women in Bixie Work Group, um, which was something that I founded with some other women in the industry back in 2014.
0: Very cool. So I'm not here to talk to you about that amazing article that you wrote. I'm here to talk to you because you'd sent out an email earlier this week about a scholarship thing, right? And the scholarship thing is the uh, it's based on the, uh, the Women in Bixie. Can you give us a, a brief background of what exactly is Women in Bixie and what's its purpose?
1: So Women in Bixie was kind of something that I – brought up uh, as an idea with for some other women you know there's not a lot of us in the industry and we felt that it was time to have a group where we could sort of empower and motivate each other so we formed a group back in 2014 um and I think it was a couple of years later that you know we had held some meetings we had a lot of interest and Bixie said all right we're going to make this an official Bixie sanctioned work group um So we are a work group under the Professional Development Committee for Bixie. Um, We've got about 250 participants, and we have our own official Women in Bixie LinkedIn page for anybody that wants to join in the conversation. Even men? Even men, yes. We definitely welcome men, especially men who um, are ready and willing and able to help us as women succeed in the industry. Um, So, really, the the goal of Women in Bixie is sort of to foster involvement, career, and personal growth and professional development for women in the industry. You know, when you're a woman in an industry that's, you know, 90% men, it can be kind of difficult to, you know... Get your foot in the door or to to speak up. And so you know the purpose was to really kind of have a place where women could go and and get advice and mentorship from other women in the industry. Um, so we do a lot of activities actually. we We hold uh, webinars. We have a column in every issue of the Bixie Insider. That communicates all the news and information that's going on for members, and it's it's called more than words, and it's a short column written by women who have some advice or insight or an experience that they want to share. And we're always looking for volunteers. So if there are any women out there um, that want to present on a you know innovative and industry related topic that would inspire women, we encourage you to reach out. Um, and if, or if you have something that you want to share in a more than words column, we're always looking for writers. That's a, it's a very short column. It's only 500 words. If you have something that you want to say, and we will actually help you with, you know, editing and grammar and all of that, nice. if that's something that you're not <laughs> super confident with. Um, so yeah, we, we do a lot. We're, we're also very uh, closely tied to the Bixie Mentorship Program. So as chair of Women in Bixie, I actually participate in the Mentorship Committee as well. So I work to uh, help pair female mentors and mentees. Um, I check in with them from time to time. And, you know, honestly, I've seen a lot of great progress. Um, I, you know, I from mentors helping their mentees study for their RCDD, or even You know, some of the mentees are are, already have gotten their RCDD and their mentors are providing them with advice for maybe managing contractors or they're sharing resources, information around, you know, different technologies. So that program is actually just starting to gear up right now. So if anybody is interested in being a mentor or a mentee, they can now apply through the Bixie website for the 2023-2024 mentorship program. And honestly, you know, Chuck, it's really a two-way street, and I don't have to tell you this because you already know it, but, you know, when you're a mentor, you get to contribute to the development of the next generation and take care of that skills gap that we wrote about in the article, um, you know, and so you, and you get to serve as a model and, and you build long-lasting and cross-generational relationships with people, and and if you're a mentee, you get an expanded professional network, you have the experience of, you know, somebody that can be a sounding board for your ideas or your challenges or your career path, you know, whatever it is that, that either you're struggling with or need guidance with, Um, you know, so, and I, I've seen participating mentees even end up with new roles and um, career advancement through this program. So definitely encourage anybody to do that. You know, the other thing that, that we do is for Women in Bixie is we hold a lot of, uh, events whenever we can. We just had one at the fall conference. If anybody was there, it was during Wednesday's exhibit hall lunch and it was practically standing room only. I mean it, it was oh, amazing. Nice. We had our vice chair Carrie Getz RCDD. she did a presentation on how to build your career and um was very well received. So yeah, so we're we're gearing up for the winter conference now.
0: Yeah I know what you mean about you know because a lot of people think that it's a one way street with mentor mentee and it's not Cause I've, I've mentored people over the last, I don't know, five, six years. And the last year I had three people that i mentored actually pass their RCDD test. And i tell you what, I'm almost as happy as they are, you know, because you get, because you, know, you realize that you helped them actually achieve one of their goals. And and one of them who just passed recently, I told her, I said, how are you going to pay this forward now? That was my next challenge after she got her RCDD said, how are you going to pay this forward? So she's, she's supposed to be looking into the women in Bixie and, and all that other stuff as well too, because it's
1: oh, well, she could become a mentor herself.
0: Exactly, exactly. So. She's running, you know, because she she wanted to join my study group, but I had, I had a full group at the time, so I said, "Look, start your own group. I'll pop in from time to time." And I mentor her after as well, and she's running that thing like a champ, buddy. I'm telling you, uh, just that's like awesome. a champ. So. Yeah, it's it's you get a lot out of being a mentor sometimes. A lot of people don't really really get. So I like the fact that you're doing articles and you help people write because that's one of the biggest challenges is in our industry is even though we're in a, a technology field there's a lot of people who don't even know the home row on a keyboard and and forget about writing <laughs> i mean it's absolutely true i hate to admit it we can we can terminate a single mode fiber but heck if you want someone to type their name or address in a in a form you know they just don't get it so i'm glad to see that because there's people like you who are professional writers who can look over and say, Oh, you know, you're using the wrong tense here. Maybe those kind of expand. And that's, I think that's a great idea. I really, really do. And when
1: you, when you combine writing ability, which to me is almost a, it's like an innate ability. It's like whether you can sing or not sing. you know, you can write or you can't write, you know, there's just kind of something I was born with, but I've also got that technical aptitude, which allows me to, you know, understand um, and grasp all of the different technologies and the concepts in our industry. So.
0: Right. Yeah. The, the hardest part to writing is getting started. Oh yeah. That's the, that's the hardest part. Even, even for you,
1: the writer, Chuck, even for the oh, writer. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Cause a lot of people don't know this, but when I, when I publish the shows, unless it's an interview, I write the show out like like an article. And cause that, that helps me kind of, formulate my thought process and the flow of the show stuff and and i, I learned this from college you know we, every monday i had to go i went on monday nights, and you had to bring in a paper and they my friends would call me up like on monday morning do you have your paper done yet I'm like no i'll do it at lunch and then i come in i come in you know after class you know 750 words 1500 words you wrote that today I'm like yeah And that's because I was an estimator and I was always writing scopes of works and stuff like that. And it just, it just, the hardest hurdle was just getting started sometimes. Just getting
1: started. You know, and it's that, that first paragraph, even with the article that you mentioned earlier. um, Yeah, I don't remember how long it was. Maybe it was a thousand words and I probably wrote it in a day. But I can tell you that the first paragraph probably took the longest. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yep. So tell me about some of the things that show up on the Women in Bixie LinkedIn group. What, what kind of stuff shows up there?
1: So the Women in Bixie LinkedIn group is um, where we pretty much post um, – you know, about different events that are coming up or um, to promote some of our webinars or the more than words column, you know, really anything that's kind of going on. Um, We also, you know, anybody can join that group. We get some uh, job postings and opportunities. You know, I mean, we've had IBM and others on there that have kind of really specified the fact that hiring women is a big part of their initiative, um you know so we've posted some jobs in there so yeah and you know any kind of awards or really anything that has to do with you know women advancing in the ICT industry
0: yep so you got a guys you guys have a really big event coming up here soon right the women in Bixie cabling skills challenge
1: yeah so it's well what we kind of do is you know, the winter conference is always the big conference, you know, down in Orlando, that's in Tampa, um, in for, for this coming 2023 conference, but we hold an event. Um, so Women in Bixie has a, we have what's like a, it's a yearly breakfast event and it's on Tuesday at the conference. It's sponsored by Sumitomo Light, Electric Lightwave, um, and it takes place early in the morning. It's from 7 to 8.15. So it doesn't interfere with the opening keynote speaker or any of the other conference. So it's a great place to come. And men and women, we encourage you know anybody that's going to be at the conference to join the event. It's a good breakfast. And it's an opportunity to network, and we always have um, a really inspiring speaker who will, you know, speak about some, you know, industry-related presentation um, and women in the industry. So there's going to be a lot more details to come on that event. It'll be in the, um, you know, conference program and everything. But as part of the winter conference, a huge initiative for us is also to provide financial support for a female contestant who's been ex- accepted to compete in the Cabling Skills Challenge at the conference, mm-hmm. and that's very exciting. So, and uh, most of your your audience probably knows what the Cabling Skills Challenge is, but it's um you know it's a real fast paced sort of exciting competition that takes place throughout the conference. Um, You know, there's a bunch of competitors, they kind of face off in a series of cabling installation challenges, copper, fiber, testing, fire stopping, you name it. And then, um, And they're they're right there on the show floor, which is really cool because they're Mm -hmm. getting cheered on and you can see how things are going. Um, You know, it's it's a really neat event. And, you know, the winners, there's there are winners in all the different levels for installer and technician. And the overall winner uh, gets the title of Bixie Installer of the Year and a check for five thousand dollars. Now. We There haven't been a lot of women that have been, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, female installers and technicians out there, and we haven't had that many women competing uh, in the events. So we got together probably about five years ago and said, well, what if, you know. Unfortunately, sometimes women are at a disadvantage in terms of financially being able to travel to, you know, Orlando or Tampa to participate in the competition. A lot of them have children and you know family duties that they're dealing with. Um, You know, and and COVID really kind of, you know, shed some light on that when you had a lot of women that left the workforce because they had to take care of kids because there was no school. And so, you know, we just thought it would be great to have. Um, a way for you know a woman who might want to compete in the cabling skills challenge to be able to do that so um, we've actually created a grant it's the women in bixie uh, cabling skills grant it's made possible through bixie cares um, they have a professional development and scholarship fund which is a year-round fundraising effort that anybody can commit any amount of dollar to at any time and the funds from that scholarship um, part of those funds go for this cabling skills grant. And so essentially this grant is designed to to provide funds for a female that wants to compete. And those funds apply to travel costs, uh, hotel, airfare, um, you know, any kind of transportation and and even meals. So it's, you know, it's actually great if there's somebody out there who's maybe company um, isn't able to, you know, support them financially to go and compete, or if they, you know, are a business owner or individual that's a Bixie installer or technician and they want to compete and they need some assistance. And if, if they're, you know, a woman ready to do it, we're, we're ready to help them. So it's.
0: Is there a way when you donate to that fund that you can earmark you would, Hey, I want my donation to go to just the, the women's cabling challenge, or does it just, you don't give that it's option, a, It's you know? a
1: general fund, but the nice thing about that fund is uh, everything in that fund is designed for professional development and to help uh, promote, you know, Bixie to the next generation. So really, you know, those funds might not just be for women in Bixie. It could be for other emerging professional events or scholarships and things that, you know, come up in the future. So, Right. So if you're donating to that, you're donating to the you're, you're helping to promote the next right, generation. Right, right,
0: right. So they go through the same skill sets that the that the, the guys go through, right? I mean, there's no there's no it's, it's exact same skill set.
1: Yeah, uh, so to be considered for the grant, you actually have to also apply for the cabling skills challenge and be accepted to compete. So you're basically on par with everybody else in terms of, you know, getting that approval. Once you've been approved, um, or actually you can even fill out the grant application before you've been approved, but you have to be approved to to get the grants. Then you have to fill out a separate um, application for the grant itself. Um and you know it's, but yeah, it's it everybody goes through the same uh skill set there's you know based on their level, so. To compete, you have to have a current, you know, installer one, installer two, um, or a copper fiber technician certification at the time that you apply to compete, and at the time that the competition takes place. So, um, we've had situations in the past where people maybe have applied to compete, they were accepted, and then their certification lapsed before the uh-huh. conference. So, I definitely recommend you know that you keep your certifications up to date. If this, if the cable skills challenges, something that's on your radar. So
0: that, That's the thing that a lot of people kind of don't think about because Bix has gotten a lot better about sending out email reminders and stuff like that. But it even happened to me. One year, I, I got an, I got a letter in like the first week of January that my RCDD had expired. And I was in full panic mode. I was like, what? <laughs> Luckily, since I got in the first week, I was able to, I had all my CECs ahead of time. So it was just a matter of getting the funds yeah. to them and stuff. So I was like, "Whoo! I don't want to take that test again." <laughs> so, so do we have anybody signed up any, any for the for the women's challenge?
1: Well, not yet. So we're just in the process of uh, you know the cabling skills challenge application opened uh, a few weeks ago. So that is available now on the website. Um, mm-hmm. The application for the grant <laughs> is now available, and we won't. Um, actually determine, you know, who gets that grant until all the applicants are in, and then we'll take a a review of them. Um, So, the deadline to apply, I think, is uh, December 31st for the grant, Um, and I think it's the first week in January for the Cabling Skills Challenge application, Um, but it's really best to kind of maybe do both at the same time if you're thinking that, you know, you're a female that wants to compete and could use this grant, so...
0: Yeah. That was my next question. When, when is the last day that they can apply for this? Because yeah. I guarantee you, there's going to be some people who haven't heard of it yet. That's part of why, that's why, that's why when you said, Hey, you know, I was really trying to push you for tonight to get you on here. So, cause the way that the podcast works and things soak, the more time it soaks, the more views it gets. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to go ahead and get it done. So it was out there so people can see it and, and all that stuff. So I'm really looking forward to this and, and, I'm going to be donating. I am. I'm, that's why I'm Good. going to challenge people Excellent. on LinkedIn to donate, too. I just wish I could earmark it. You know, hey, I want this to go to the, the Women in Bixie for the skills
1: But challenge. all the funds are going to help close our skills gap,
0: yep. whether oh, that's, absolutely. you
1: know, women or, or men or thems or theys, you know, that's, that's what it's there for. It's to yep. really try to encourage, uh, you know, that next generation of, of Bixie ICT installers and designers. So, yeah, and, think- you know, and, and I just want to say one thing, Chuck, is that, you know, and not everybody on here is, it may be a woman who's, you know, ready to compete, but you may know somebody. Exactly. So if you know of a woman in the industry um, who is a you know bixie installer or technician who is interested in competing in this challenge but kind of thinks hey i can't afford to go to tampa or my company's not going to support me you know what spread the word that's yes. one thing i just definitely want to get out there spread the word that there is an opportunity here so
0: and that's my challenge to everybody listening to this show on tiktok and watching us today or in the future think of somebody and tell them about this and get them in it because we do need a more diverse installer base a more diverse, more people in the industry. And we're getting better at it. I think we could do better, but we're making progress, you know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you got to remember, women make up more than half of the population. And we have an industry that's, uh, you know, starting to age out and we need to attract younger people. <laughs> I'm not mentioning any names. but
0: You're surely not talking about me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm 21, my 32nd anniversary of 21. But
1: you and me both, Chuck.
0: Yeah, they, well, uh, I show my age a lot worse. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. No.
1: It's easier to hide with hair. So, <laughs>
0: What do you think I shaved my head for? Because you don't see the gray hairs as much. <laughs> Any final parting thoughts?
1: No, just, you know, if, if you are interested in this, I highly suggest you go to the Bixie website. You can go to um, the Cabling Skills Challenge site to fill out the grant uh, or the application for that. You can click on Women in Bixie and that'll get you to the, um, the grant application. And if you have any questions, anybody can always email us anytime at WIB which stands for women in Bixie. So it's W I B at Bixie.org. And you can also you know join the LinkedIn group and reach out to me on LinkedIn. If you've got a question or if this is something you want to know more about, I'm happy to have a conversation and point you in the right direction and give you all the information you need. So.
0: Excellent. Let's get this out there and let's get this done. I'm ready. I'm ready. For, I always love a good challenge. I'm ready for it. You don't Alrighty, qualify well, you.
1: for the grant, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, gonna, I'm you. trusting you to help me. <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely, absolutely. I will. Uh, I will make this. Cha- I'm, I'm not this challenge, but I'll make this promise to you. At least once a week, I will mention it on my LinkedIn feed. At least once oh, a week. That's awesome. Because that's 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 the least I could do. Because, like I said, you know, I talked about this before. I'm trying to leave the industry a little bit better than the way I found it. Not that the way I found it was horrible, but it could certainly be improved. You know. changing
1: with the times you know
0: absolutely (laughs) well thank you for coming
1: on thank you very much thanks for having me take care betsy yep
0: until next time remember knowledge is power That's it for this episode of today's podcast. We hope you were able to learn something. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future content. Also, leave a rating so we can help even more people learn about telecommunications. Until next time,
1: be safe.